Even though I've gone through tonight's score a million times in my head, I still can't get my heart to slow down. That's a bad sign, and unusual for a seasoned burglar like myself because when the time comes, I'm normally solid as a rock. Then again, tonight is the biggest heist I've ever attempted, and one of my first stabs at flying solo. To be fair, I've got plenty to be nervous about. For bigger jobs like this, you normally need a whole team, or at least a partner, and sure, that would have been much easier. But then afterwards, the cash is divided and those getaway drivers start taking their cut, and the next thing you know, you're left with just enough to hold you over until the next big payday. Not this time, though, because this time I'm taking it all for myself. You wouldn't expect a sweet young girl like me to be making her way through life as a professional criminal, but in a lot of ways, that sweet demeanor just works to my advantage. I've got dark features, but otherwise come across as a stereotypical girl next door, completely unassuming and achingly cute when I turn on the charm. I can melt hearts with nothing more than a smile, and there's no telling what can happen if I start handing out winks. I started out learning the grifter trade from my father, a devilishly handsome con artist who'd run all sort of game out around Austin, Texas. Eventually, Dad would piss off enough of the wrong people, and we'd have to pull up roots, so when the cons really started to take off for him, our home suddenly became the open road. Dad would bring me in on his scores, and I'd just play along, loving a chance to be the center of attention like it was all just some fun kids game. I loved it, and when we'd take off running with a stack of cash, he would always break me off some to do whatever I wanted with. That's when I started to learn the value of money, and coincidentally, when my father started to learn the value of me. Despite the lack of formal education, I soon revealed myself to be incredibly smart, especially when it came to computers or security systems. By the time I was a young adult woman, we let the con artistry slip away in favor of straight-up burglary. Thanks to my technology prowess and Dad's knowledge of the game, we took down some amazing scores in those days. It felt like we were invincible. Until one day, it all came crashing down. Dad was picked up by the cops on a simple con for nothing more than a few extra bucks, but the whole thing unraveled from there. They followed the money and found bank accounts that contained everything we'd ever worked for, and then suddenly it was all gone. Fortunately, my name, Lindy Stewart, wasn't connected to any of it, but Dad wasn't so lucky. I'll probably have grandkids by the time he's out of prison. Getting cleaned out left me in a bit of a bind, too. I managed to hook up with a gang of my father's old buddies and ran a few good hauls here and there, but the money just seemed to come and go. It kept me afloat, but at 21 years old, I was already getting sick of this whole thing. All I really wanted was for one big score so that I could retire my life of crime and try my hand at a normal, straight-laced existence. But like I said before, for a truly massive payday, I was going to have to work alone. I found what I was looking for in the form of a notorious deep-sea diver and local celebrity, Norman White. For the relatively small town that I was posted up in, Norman was as big as it gets. He'd moved to the Northwest to get away from all the people who wanted a piece of him, suddenly thrown from a world of science and exploration to one of unwanted celebrity and glamour. I suppose that's what happens when you score yourself a hit reality show and then crumble under the pressure of providing an equally spectacular second season. Since disappearing in the Washington wilderness, Mr. White has become something of a recluse up in his old mansion, a local legend who rarely leaves the safety of his enormous estate. People who've been up there say that the entire place is lined with treasures from various dives, strange artifacts, and a giant aquarium of rare fish. I'm only interested in one thing, however, the Pearls of Marvelita. The city of Marvelita was supposedly once a massive seaside empire, 
comparable to Greece or Roman size and commanding a massive navy that ruled the waters with an iron fist. Today, no evidence of the city can be found, and many archaeologists claim that it doesn't even exist due to a lack of evidence, and no skeletal remains of the inhabitants ever being found.